Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Come. Wait, Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 299. Coming from behind? Oh, no, no. Feeling what? fine? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Two ninety nine and feeling fine. Drinking swine? Oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah, oh. there you go. Wine. Go yeah. back, go back. <laughs> Drinking swine. <laughs> is that is that a thing? I, I don't I don't think it's a thing. Wine and dine? Wine and dine's a thing, yes. We can And I'm and here dine. as always with the feverish <laughs> Fenero. What up, what up? We have waited too long to re-rank some rookies. Yeah. Yes, we have. And that's still, what we're going to do. I still hated it. <laughs> it's, it's tough, man. It's it tougher changed, than you think. I changed my like, mind. Oh, man, I'm going to have to push this guy out of my top. Yeah, I changed my mind way too many times. Last week, you may have missed it if you didn't listen to the entire show. So I do want to say very quickly to go over to the Rookie Fever store at Teespring. Put in code FEVER. You save 10%. Now through Christmas, an interesting fact, like, and this is a, this is a very true story. Fenero and I make so little of money off of our, off of our t-shirts, anything you find in there. But I literally, what's that? Do we make any? Uh, very little. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like, yeah. Fenero asked that question for a reason because it's it's that it's very little. Yes. Um, not and I don't care. It. That's not what it, it doesn't that we are just happy that you would want to wear our stuff and you guys continue to shop there. That's, that's awesome. Flatter. But, but true story in order to make our coupons accessible <laughs> through this month, I had to raise the price on some products because if the coupon was used, it fell below cost <laughs> and we're not allowed to have our stuff fall below the cost that we've been giving at the store right so truly you may see some prices raised a little but i tried to keep it the same so this stuff would probably stuff will still be cheaper than it was before um some stuff the price didn't have to be raised the the teespring is also always adjusting our our price sure and if you should go into rookie fever store and you go to use that code and it says the code is not good for that product. It's because the, the price may have been fluctuated within Teespring and I would need to raise it even if it's like 50 cents in order for that coupon to work. That's how low, that's, that's how little of money we make off that, that I really, I, just to have the coupon code I had to raise some prices. I love that you explained that because I, I feel like that's, you know, people don't believe you when you say, oh, we're barely making any, you know, money on this. They just think, oh, yeah, you're still making money. It's like that's how close the profit margin is. What are some cool yeah. stuff? What are some cool stuff in the store, Swags? Man. Tempt so, them to go there. What are some cool things, cool items? I think one reason to rush there right now 
is to get your Christmas Rookie Fever shirts. Um, Fanero put together last year for us. We're selling again this year. We've got the stocking with rookies, stocking stuffers. That's awesome. And then we've got the Rookie Fever logo with the um, like wreath and lights around it, which is actually my favorite. I like that in Forest Green. I'm ordering the hoodie in Forest Green. Nice. Um, I think that one thing about selling shirts the way we do is again you want to rush it so you can wear it around the holidays um it might they're gonna create it right for you print it and send it out to you so you want to get on that get your holiday shirts and then we take them out we only sell those for the month then we take away the holiday shirts and but man there's hats We've got sweatshirts, Rookie Fever logo shirts. Um, if you want something that you can wear more year-round, which I think is a, a solid way to go. But save 10% on all of that. If there's something you don't see there and you want us to create, we can do that for you too, it, as long as it's on the site. Maybe you've seen something available on somebody else's site you want us to add. Definitely we'll do that. But yeah, so prices went up a little bit on teespring and that that affected us but man we're still they're making more money than us <laughs> you can get your uh, nothing is in a vacuum stickers there yeah or else well, can you shirts, find that shirts and sweatshirts yeah. those look nice too honestly There's i mean all kinds of stuff in here bucket hats yep sweatshirts like swag said your your typical uh your typical baseball cap yeah your dad hats they There's call a, it dad hat i don't know why yeah i i know why so use code fever, go over there, save 10%. Um, honestly, oh, wow. after the holidays, I'll probably just release everything back down and, and put our prices down cheap and take the somewhat phony code in a way. Now I that definitely know it. why you went Hunter Green on that sweatshirt. That's nice. It looks Hunter nice, Green right? with the holiday holidays stuff. Holidays with Even the logo? white one's pretty sweet, to be honest. I'm not, uh -huh. I don't wear a lot of white, but the white pops as well. But I like your Hunter Green. Yeah. Very nice. nice. Yeah, sweet. You guys should check it out. <sighs> Re-ranking the rookies for 2022. <laughs> you want to start from the bottom and work our way up? How many did you rank? I just did the first round. For how many? 12. <laughs> I did 12. <laughs> for a 12 man 12, league? Yeah, 12 man league, yeah. I have, um, I have all the way down to 206 if you want to go there. No. Um, but I, I, figured, I figured 12. I figured 12 is a nice way to go. <clears throat> Yeah, I agree. I struggled with twelve, man. There was there was two or three players that that that, that just sat right there on that line, and I I went with uh, yeah. I, I I the guy I have in there now has been in there most consistently, but he's dropped out a couple times. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to hear definitely a couple guys, especially after <laughs> last week's show with you and yeah. Yeah, well, players like Christian Watson. I'll just say, you know, we'll find out as the show goes on how Fanero and I ranked these guys and mm -hmm, mm -hmm, compare mm -hmm. it. And Who's in your head first, and in your heads, guys, you 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 think about this. I think it's a harder exercise. A few weeks ago, Swags brought this up. It's like this class is is, is different. You know, I, I think we usually have more names, and it's a little more top heavy. And I feel like there's there's some top heavy. Don't get me wrong, but that 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 top is seems a little smaller than than in the past, and and there's a lot of unprovens down here in the bottom of the first round. It's a little, it's a little wacky. My first one swags to answer your question. My one twelve is uh, Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson made my my one twelve. He is uh, DLS wide receiver thirty five here in November, uh, eighty five overall. So that's pretty, that's pretty deep. Um, and I don't, just, I'm not going to bring up these DLFs the entire whole way up, but. 
I did notice that I went off consensus more than a couple times. And um, that's why I wanted to bring up the DLF stuff just as a, a point of measure, not, not necessarily to use that as a rule. I don't want to ever kind of use any site as a rule. But, you know, then this is Swags and I's thing. We, we're the ones looking at rookies all year long. And John Dotson is, I think, still has some of the best hands in this class. I think he's easy to forget because he was hurt as long as he was. And now, to your point, he's with Heineke, and, and he's going to get hidden again. And I just can't, I can't look past his nice, fast start, how he looked as a wide receiver, how he passed my eye test, how I felt about him coming in, coming out of Penn State, being here in, in Philadelphia. I have a little bit of bias there, maybe. But I think he's a he's a really solid, safe wide receiver here at the 112. Yeah, I agree with you. I do. I didn't rank him there, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. It's a tough one. It's a No, tough I get one. it. I get it. And just so you guys listening and even Swags can just – I can I can get rid of any curiosity. Christian Watson was my 201. Oh, so he didn't even make it. Correct. Christian Watson is my 212, my 112. Yeah, I don't I, – dude, he was, he was my 112 for I don't know how long. <laughs> and I had to make a decision and, and I, and I made it. I, I, I still, I can't, I can't let this, I, I, I explained just last week about my, my worries about Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and his longevity there. And, and, and that plays into dynasty value. Yeah. I can't, I'm gonna I can't, be curious I can't make to, four or five to, uh, games change my mind like that. Hear who I forgot about. Oh, uh, well, we, um, we both might've, I mean, there, there's, Yeah. But yeah, Christian Watson was my my twelve. So to your point, I I do have Dotson over Watson. Oh, still nice. To come okay. here. All right. So we do have we have some consensus there. Um, I'm gonna. But yeah, Christian Watson was tough for me to put in my top twelve. I felt like it would have been a little bit take lucky of me to completely kick him out at this point. Sure. And I don't yep. think it's even saying a ton yeah. that I would draft him at one twelve in a rookie draft when you're talking about like overall rankings. Correct. Um, so I'm, I'm just stressing myself out <laughs> wondering who I forgot about. I know I must've forgotten about somebody at this point. If um, I think I have a good idea. I think I have a good idea. Maybe it's, but it's going to be my next guy. It's probably the guy that's not on your list. Who's that? Oh, actually, hold on. There could be two. Um, I did this as Superflex. Mm. Okay, so there's probably... I didn't. I could easily do that, though. Yeah. So but that I, would definitely I, push Christian Watson out of my... Right. I have Kenny Pickett in my list. Okay. So there you go. That's probably the one. <clears throat> but this next... this My 111 is, 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 uh, was in and out of my top 12, and I feel... I feel good about putting him in at this point. It's a little bit of risky, but it's the 111. So how much risk is there really? Who is it? Uh, my 111 is Rashad White. Mm. That's the other one that's not in your list. Yeah. So we'll, no, he's so, not. Yeah. So we're going to match the rest of the way with the rest of the players, especially if Swag sneaks pick it into his rankings. If he doesn't, that's cool. We can uh, talk yeah, about. I'm, I'm trying to find the, where he yeah, goes. You can just talk about. Where you would have put him if you would have added the QB. So often on Rookie Fever, we don't talk about quarterbacks. You guys know this. If you're new to Rookie Fever, I'm telling you for the first time. But we typically don't do that. But I felt like when I looked at this, I really wanted to see where would I put Kenny Pickett now. So Mm -hmm. I put him. I put him where I put him. And I feel pretty good about where I put him. One could argue, maybe John Hogue, that he should go a lot higher. But I like where I put him. Put him on a teardrop. Yeah, man, it's tough. It's tough. I put him at the top of a teardrop. 
So this, my next one pained me a little bit, and I'm guessing that you have Brian Robinson up a little bit higher, but I put him at 11. Um, Brian Robinson is my 202. I, oh, wow. Yep. Okay. So, so you don't have him up higher. Yeah. I just, it sounds like you have similar concerns to me. Like, I like what I'm seeing here, but I don't know if this is the part of me that's been burnt a little bit by getting a little bit too behind some of the success of rookie running backs and the hope that you have for some of them. And then watching some of the younger wide receivers continue to go off. I think that this, we knew coming into this class, it was a wide receiver class. It's something that we wanted to forget about as the process went on. Um, but yeah, there's wide receivers that I'm more comfortable with than Brian Robinson at this point. But yeah, it sounds like well, I like Robinson a little bit more than Finero, though. A little bit, but that was well said. I mean, I, I, I even though like you know we're we're three or four slots away here, um, you're the way you put it and how you kind of like characterize it is exactly why he didn't make it into my top twelve. Mm-hmm. All those same reasons. So. It's tough because, like, sometimes when you do these, you you start giving running backs a little more value because they're running backs, and you should, right? That's what Rashad yeah. White made it in for me. Um, but at the same time, there's also, like, you know, Brian Robertson scared us for several weeks, and he had one good game. And, you know, uh, they seem to be shifting back to a 50-50 um, it's, it's concerning long term. And when I'm doing dynasty, you know, redraft here, I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, three, four years. And Brian Robinson scares me in three or four years. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. It starts to get a little easier as we go north. So now you're number 10. My number 10, which was my nine for a while, but I put at 10, is Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks, number 10. Yeah. Why so low? <laughs> Why so low, um, narrow? I have I have wide receivers I like more. Um, and I think there's the Kenny Pickett thing. And there's a lot of running backs that need to be on this list. So, yeah, Burks is Burks probably should be higher, to your point. But when I had to throw Kenny Pickett in, it, it put Burks down here. And then I think you're going to like my 109. I hate your 109. <laughs> my my 110 yes, I, I'm very is anxious. George Pickens. Ooh, very nice. And kind of the same as you, man. Like, I have some wide receivers I like ahead of him. I'm guessing now from hearing Brian Robinson and Christian Watson both out of your top 12 that Pickens is somewhere in your top 10 at this point. Correct. And and Pickens, you know, like, it's the Kenny Pickett thing. It's... I just kind of like what I've seen out of a couple guys ahead and some hope that I have and the talent that I believe in coming into this draft class still. Character issues. Yeah, fair enough. Et cetera. um, I love what I've seen from Pickens excuse me, every week, no matter what he does, whether he gives us – he didn't even make the top 10 rookies last week. (laughs) And, and that's not throwing shade. It was an awesome week for rookies last week. But no yeah. matter what he does, you'll hear this weird echo chamber that he's like, oh, my gosh, he should have been here. He should Maybe he should have been ranked higher. Maybe I'm ranking him too low today. I don't I don't really know. I want to I just want to see more. I want to see like the big games more consistently. Fair. And uh, Fair. I, I just maybe you get that the last five weeks of the season. Yeah, you might, man. Yeah, you, you might, might like, get that. You might get your wish. You might be once again, what did you call it? Rookie voodoo hoodoo? Oh, the rookie fever 
chicken voodoo. Yeah, you might have you might have chicken voodooed them right up to the top five. Yeah, it's it's been weird though. It's like our it's it we get the opposite of what we want. Oh, okay. this year is well, what I noticed. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. Well, I'll considering where I have him ranked, I'll probably put the chicken voodoo right on him then. There you go. Yeah. But so I like George Pickens. I like a lot of wide receivers in this class. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'll explain more as we go. I, I, dude, I can't. I told you I struggled with this. I don't, I don't dislike the first three names you gave me at all and where they are. I, 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 I could, I like your arguments. Some of them are similar to mine. Some of them, I think Pickens is going to be the one that we're most off on, but Pickens is the one that I think I'm, I most, had him higher. I'm most off on consensus on Pickens. I had him higher. There's no point. one, very few people are going to agree with how high I have him. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's where I have him. <laughs> Number, or I'm sorry, 109 swags. Would you like me to lead again with who I have yeah. at 109? All right. I have Jameson Williams. Very hard for me to do this. It was much easier for me to take Jameson Williams completely off this list after not seeing anything from him. But some people have Jameson Williams as their wide receiver one in this class. I think we can get excited about what is yet to come. I think we can get excited about the Detroit Lions. Yes, I think you can get excited about the direction the Detroit Lions are going. And, yeah, I, I'm i still in on Jameson Williams. I just would love to see him, and i got to put him down here for the reason that I haven't seen a damn thing. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, it, it does. I get it. I get where you're coming from. I get your concerns. He did make my top 12. I will tell you that much. Good. He should. I think he needs to be in the top 12. Um, We're talking, you know. Like I said earlier, maybe three, five years out. Like, you know, we're only a little past what? We're, we're 12, 12 weeks into one season and he hasn't been healthy the entire time. He's a very highly drafted wide receiver and there's a lot of high expectations on this this man. Um, but I, yeah, it, it was, I tried. I just, there's a lot of names up here. More I, I have more information on. I don't want to be more patient with the wide receivers who have underachieved this year than the injured guy. Fair. Very fair. Um, Very and that's fair. part of my my thing here. And our our thoughts, I don't think, have changed on Jameson Williams. It's just our patience, right? We didn't think it would take this long. Patience, and then we do legitimately have information, like like you said, George Pickens. Maybe like on the stat sheets, underwhelming, right? Like he isn't throwing up a lobby numbers, but I think. You know, just using your eyes, you just know George Pickens is going to be somebody in this league. And I just feel like I don't have eyes to look at Jameson Williams. I don't have anything to look at. Um, it's just, it's hard for me to do this right now. And I, I, I could not take him out of the 12. Would not do that. Um, and I didn't even have him down here at 12. I have him at 9. So I feel like that's, that's where I'm comfortable at this point. And I would love for him to go, how dare you put me at 9 and, and show out in the last few games of the season and, and remind everybody why, you know, we took him in the top half of rookie drafts. Yeah. I'm interested I, I to see where could. you have him. Well, see, for me, like, I don't care if he doesn't play this year. Yeah, I hear you. With where we are in the season. Yep. To be completely honest with you, if you have Jameson Williams, you've already kind of started to count him out. I mean, teams at this point might not even be making the playoffs in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I reset a little bit. And, uh, I'm doing the, I'm not, I'm not in contention, you know, I'm kind of just trying to think of how I would want to draft them today. Sure. sure. Um, so I don't know. So I put Jahan Dotson at number nine. 
Okay. Yep. And I like Jahan Dotson. I'm trying to remember the Jahan Dotson we saw those first four weeks yeah. when we were like, oh my gosh. And he was catching the targets and he was getting everything from Carson Wentz because they're going to have a quarterback on that team at some point that's not Taylor Heineke. Exactly. And even if it is Carson Wentz and the Eagles lose, I don't care if the or the Washington, excuse me, Washington loses. I don't, I don't care how good the team does, but I think that Carson Wentz is better for our fantasy assets. Some different quarterback. I like Jahan Dotson a lot. I like what we saw from the hands. I'm. What do you have? Like four touchdowns in those four games too. Like he was. Yeah. He was also trusted in the red zone, and that that's a really big deal to me if you trust your wide receivers in the red zone. I think he was rookies. averaging like 16 points a game in the yeah. first four weeks as a rookie. Man, Dotson was nice. Yeah, man, it's tough. I, like you said, I these think, are tough. I think he was rookie number one week one. Well, I remember when I was looking back. Yep, Jahan Dotson was rookie number one week one because he had two touchdowns. <laughs> that helps. Wow. That does help. But then he had 16 points in week two. Like he, yeah, I mean, he was, he was right up there. Seven, sorry, 18 points in week two. And he was rookie number three. Um, it was tough to, it was tough to not, not get introduced to Jahan Dawson very early in his rookie year. And then he got hurt. And then when he tried to come back too fast, which I also kind of dig rather than just sitting on injuries, he tweaked it again and got hurt even longer. It was, a, it, it's, it's been, it's been a rough year, but I think, to do that early, you know, your rookie season is early. But to do that early in your rookie season, and like again, to be trusted in the red zone like that, I don't mean it. It it definitely it definitely had me very interested, and I already was interested in John Dotson as a first rounder. Um, so Fenero, I got a poll in Audible here. Yeah, and you forget a name. Skip you. Okay. And go to my number eight. That's actually going to be my number nine from having to push pick it in. Yep. Okay. So my number eight is actually my number nine pushing Watson out like you had him. And it pushes Robinson to 12, Pickens to 11, Dotson to 10, and then Chris Olave to nine. Got it. I like Chris Olave. I like what I've seen from him. I I mean, how can you not? I, I like him a lot. Um, I'm curious about this team moving forward too. what it does at every position. And I just, I like the wider seat. Man. Yeah. I like Traylon Burks more. I like Drake London more. I like Jameson Williams more. I'll take all those wide receivers over Chris Olave in a drafting scenario where I'm not worried about contending right now. Gotcha. This is where I have Kenny Pickett at 108. Okay. That is where I put Kenny Pickett. Um, He's a tough one too, right? Yeah, it was tough. Uh, he, <laughs> it's you know, I, I think you, you, you kind of put his. I don't want to say his ceiling, but you put him. We both believe that the last, the rest of this rookie year is going to be favorable matchups for him, and then you put him on the eighteen to twenty four range in QB. So he's a starting QB in Superflex, but. You had to put a lot of caveats out there to get him there, right? So the caveats were he's got five really good matchups. It's a small sample size. You know, is Kenny Pickett a QB2 next year? Does Kenny Pickett take the next step? Uh, I certainly hope he does. Is there a a weekly scenario that you're going to start every wide receiver that you have ahead of him in your super flex spot over Kenny Pickett? No. Yeah, probably not. So there you go. 
That's that's why it's tough, man. For, yeah. I don't know, man. I guess you also have to – that's a really good point, but I guess you also have to factor in, um, you know, whether you think Kenny Pickett's going to – Be their qu- quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where I feel like, you know, I feel like Drake London is going to be a wide receiver on that team for a while. I feel like George yeah. Pickett is going to be a wide receiver on the team. Gary Wilson is going to be on the wide receiver yeah, for – very you know, fair. I, so they, I think you How had to factor that in. How many wide receivers could I have instead of Zach Wilson over the past two years? Right. Yeah. And I didn't want to go there because we shit. No, it's, that's we a shit fair on him point. So that's a fair point. But but I feel but I feel like that's that's got to be like sprinkled in. But I think mm-hmm. you make a really good point. Like you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you just move the quarterback below a whole bunch of guys that aren't going to score what a quarterback can in Superflex? Right. The, the floor. You're right. Least, yeah. You're right. You're 100 percent right. Yeah, he's a tough one, man. And I feel like he does probably stick. Like, I'm on the line where, like, I'm on that side of the fence where I think he does stick. I think he might just be a guy, though. But still, to your point, if he does stick and he's just a guy or, a low, like, a really low RB or QB2, like, he should be above these guys. Absolutely. Should Let be me above ask all you these this. guys. Like, when you're not even just towards, like, Pickett. I don't want this to be yep. exclusive to Pickett. But um, a young quarterback – how many years do you need out of him with that what we're calling safe quarterback floor in our super flex spot to be worth it? Uh, that's a great point, too. Do you um, need his career? Do you need two or three seasons? I'm just looking for this floor. I don't care about the NFL team, the winning record. Um, just this safe super flex quarterback floor. Three to four starting seasons. Yeah, I think starting do, almost like, like QB2. Right? Yeah. Three or four. Four is going to make me feel better than three. You want a way out. Yeah. Kind of. And, like, you don't want it out. to be so short lived that yeah, nobody's and, uh, interested. I'm actually, I was assuming the way out. Like, I, like, if he dies on my roster in three years, that probably wasn't worth it. Sure. Like, I was assuming there but was a way out. But three years gives you some points in, your, a lot of points. in your lineup. It's and a lot if of you're points. active enough, it gives you time to get out and right. move on to something else. Yeah, I guess three and a good out. Maybe potentially get an underachieving wide receiver plus uh-huh. back. Right. Yep. Three and so, a decent out is probably what you need. It's a great question. My number eight. Uh, my eight now. Yeah, that was Kenny Pickett was my eight, so we need your eight now. And I did. Olave was your nine. Okay, so my number eight is Traylon Burks. Okay. Okay. I, I like yep. him, man. I like what I'm seeing from him in this. I, I wish the offense would pass more. Yeah, that's the thing. But I mean, we could we could say that about a lot of these situations too. But I yeah. like Burks and the talent, even from being raw. That perspective, I will take Traylon Burks still over like what I'm seeing from Christian Watson, who I know he has the better quarterback. But to your point, for how long? Um, yeah, man, I'm excited about what we've seen from Traylon Burks the last couple of weeks. I think it's kind of went under the radar compared to. Players like Christian Watson and even George Pickens. Yeah, man, we have them two slots away. Um, I had them at 110. Um, I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. Uh, how much did we all fall in love with A.J. Brown? Um, it, you know, Traylon Burks is clearly the wide receiver one. There's no doubt about that on the team at this point. Um, hell, even Tennessee's throwing the ball a little bit more right now and winning doing it. So, um, you know, that, that can change. And then, you know, I don't think Malik Malik Willis scares the shit out of me, but they also don't need to go to Malik Willis next. Um, mm-hmm. There can be another plan. Uh, there's just it goes back to that uncertainty a little bit. Um, but there, like you said, there's uncertainty in a lot of these spots. 
I don't know what's going on in Atlanta. They're winning too many games to get a good quarterback. Like where are they? Get, we, we, yeah. You know, we, I, I, I listen to you and John. There are no quarterbacks. You know, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be like freaking prime real estate in the offseason. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's that's yeah. not that's not good. These are not good things. These these are scary thoughts. Yeah. Um, if Detroit moves on from golf again, prime real estate. Um, I mean, dude, like Daniel Jones is pretty safe. Yeah, right. You yeah, know, like, like what are you gonna do now? The Giants have two first round picks, but but even Daniel they're not Jones, gonna do like, that. You, they're not okay, gonna. you guys move on and you get another quarterback. Somebody's still gonna like. Oh yeah, he's yeah, probably yeah, yeah, still yeah. gonna yep. land a job, yes, right? I agree with the landscape today. Yes. At least. Yes, I agree. The landscape it's today, crazy. man, if you're a quarterback, your job is secure. <laughs> I mean, even Sam Darnold has a little security right now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's absolute nuts. It's nuts. And, um, you know, I only bring it up because, you know, we're looking at Ryan Tannehill is not good enough. Ryan Tannehill is right up there with all these names we're talking about. So why can't he stay? I know the same people thought the same about Christian Kirk and Carr and, and you know, like these these yeah. are these are good quarterbacks in this league right now. I hate to say it like it, the mean is is the number of has moved down in the mean. It's not it's not what it used to be. And and that'll change. We'll have a few QB classes that that'll that'll swing it the other way again. But that's not today. Well, yeah, I, I'm with you, man. Yeah. Who is your number seven? You're going to get mad at me. My number seven is Damian Pierce. Hmm. No, no, I get it. All right. I know sometimes when we do these re-rankings, and this is for the listeners because I know you know this, Swags, like I tend to maybe take the running backs down a notch or two below where you put them. Like I could see you going RB, RB, RB here. Um, I could see you uh, pushing Damian Pierce up into the 105 spot. Like I, I, I feel very good about putting Damian P- Pierce here at the 107. I was getting Damian Pierce religiously. I have Damian early... Pierce 106 for now. Nice. I was so. getting him religiously at the 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 top uh, third of the second round in rookie drafts. Like right around 202 to 204 was his sweet spot. I would trade up there to get him, which is why I own so much of him. So I think that's a nice big jump for Damian Pierce to go from 204 to 107 and in your case 106. Yep. And the player I, I have in front of or just behind him and I did struggle with, uh, it sounds like both of us struggled with these rankings at a few times, yeah. but it was Drake London. And Drake London is my 106. And Drake London is somebody that I, I struggle. I think that Drake London ends up winning this race by the end of their careers mm-hmm. and it probably won't be close. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, yeah, I, I let the running back scarcity come into play a little bit. And the fact that I do think Damian Pierce will hold on to that job next year. And I think I'll be able to get a wide receiver plus for him if I want to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I put Damian Pierce just a little bit above Drake London there. Yeah. And it sounds and, like, yeah, we, it sounds like we have this back to back here flipped. Yeah. They're, they're, they're right on top of each other. And I agree again. <laughs> I hate to keep doing that, but I agree again with your reasoning and everything you've been saying, because like, when you go through the mental practice of, of creating rankings, which are why I'm not a ranker, because it's, it's, it would be a constant fight in my, inside my own brain. Um, you have these narratives going left and right and right and left and up and down and down and up. And it's, it's, it's mind numbing because all we're trying to do is use very, very, very little information and extrapolate. Mm-hmm. And then we also have 
have to extrapolate the information we don't have. Things like, um, like we had just talked about quarterback changes, things like that. There's, there's a whole, they're, they're not even like free agency. I didn't even dig into that. Right. Like, I don't know yeah. how, how, how yeah. long is Terry McLaurin there? You know what I mean? Like there, I think I'm pretty sure when Dawson got drafted, there was, there was talk about McLaurin, you know, possibly moving on and Dawson being the one and blah, 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 blah. So like, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that with these rankings. And, and I think the interesting thing is because we didn't talk about it at all is how close our reasoning is for a lot of this stuff, uh, closer than I would say in the past it's ever been. And now this is the one that, this is the one that you're going to be like, all right, now you lost me. Like we, we did this whole kumbaya moment, Mike. And, <laughs> and, and now all of a sudden you, you told me Drake London's your 106 and you tell me who's 105? Who? Nah, not, now you're going to have to explain yourself. My 105 is George Pickens. Hmm. Yeah, I know it's it's way above consensus. Um, DLF 56 overall, wide receiver 18. I have him at 105. George Pickens. I just there's I just think this guy is the real deal. Um, there's a lot to there's you know we still have to worry about Pickett. I I just I just told you like I have to factor in whether Pickett's the guy or not. The thing I do know is that George Pickens' value will go up this year and in 2023 that i know and his value is already pretty high there's a lot of people that like like themselves from george pickens so i went i went pretty aggressive with that i could have put him down further where like a lot of people would have ranked him but i just this is a guy i'm hanging my hat on um after seeing him he's not somebody i hung my hat on pre-draft this is somebody that i really enjoy watching and i think could be kind of special it's pretty high up it's very high i know you like him more than his quarterback. I do, right? I want to. <laughs> I want to be able to listen back to this in a year and be right. I, I mean, I hope you are. <laughs> that would make me really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be right by making someone else wrong. But that's inevitable. I mean, that's the way this one will have that's, to work. I, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but man, like, yeah, I just, I just, uh, I, I mean, I already talked about him yeah. when I. Ranked him 11 now because he got moved when I moved uh, yeah, Pickett true. into the rankings. Yeah. So he was my 11 and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th wide receiver. Man, this is a nice wide receiver class. To, it is, to think right? of like the potential of yeah. George Pickens as my 7th wide receiver. Crazy. Because I'm aware of that. You know what I mean? But mm. yeah. I, so number number five, I put Kenny Pickett. Yeah, that's probably where he should go. And um, I think that he is there for at least two to three years. I think that Fenero yep. kind of nailed that number of what I want to make me feel good about having him ranked here. And I, I want enough time to get out <laughs> to, yep. to feel like this is a win. I don't need a 10-year a career in Superflex to feel like this is the spot to have him, to be honest with you, as crazy as people think that sounds. I just need two to three years and enough time to use him a little bit and get out when people think they've got some meat left on the bones <laughs> and and move on. That's all I need for my quarterback in Superflex. But you have to be active, proactive, and never get too attached. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> think about that man like you think about those players we're talking about now and the ones you love and like the not to get too attached like dude i'm the that worst has to be the toughest practice i'm the worst at it dude you said something 
Uh, I don't know if it was Rookie Fever or another show. You said something once where you basically said you have to you have to make a decision. It was on Super Flexible, I think. You you have to make a decision on a player and and definitively definitively decide that's what you're going to do. My plan is that once Jimmy Garoppolo gets another chance, that I'm going to move Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. Like that that's yes. what I'm gonna that's what I'm going to do. Then you get Jimmy Garoppolo, and you're like, oh shit, I really need to use this guy. I'm going to hold on to him. You need you said something like you need to listen to your past self and yeah. tell your future self to fuck off. And you didn't say fuck Basically. off, but I added that piece. Yeah, but like it like that. That really rung true as a listener when I heard you say that because I think so many of us don't do that. Even we can even hear ourselves in the past say it, but then our future self is a much more powerful voice and we just quiet the past self. And then what happens? Your past self was probably right. Yeah. And you should have done what you said. I think and your example was Trubisky. Yeah. I, 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 I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but I think that that even rings true in life sometimes. Like so many times we know what to do before we get there. And then we get there and the decision and the process feels different now that you actually are, are given those choices to make. Yep. And you're like, oh man, but uh, so many times though we know the right things, we've been taught the right things, the values, and that's what we have to remember what we've been taught. Yeah. No, you're dead right, dude. That's absolutely. Maybe that's why it resonates so much to talk about it with something as silly as fantasy football is because it's 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 something that we do as human beings mm-hmm. and and we probably should correct ourselves in life for the same yeah. exact reasons. Like um I think a lot of people will do that with relationships. I'll never do that again. I'll never I'll never date somebody that's like that again. Right. Um, or, the mistakes you make even within yeah. a relationship. Oh, within a, yeah. your, I your won't do that. that you yep. know. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. I won't do that again. That was clearly the reason that this fell apart, that trust fell apart, that this happened. And then you find yourself doing those same things again and going, what the hell, man? Like, yeah. yeah. So it, it, maybe that's why it resonates so much in fantasy football. There's a, there's a, uh, a cyclical thing that happens just maybe out of human nature. But, you can't live in the past, but sometimes it's a little smarter than you. Yeah, that's a good. That's another good way to put it. Fenero, Fenero, Fenero. Who? Oh, you're number. I think I'm at one hundred four. Number four. Yeah, I'm at one hundred four. Is. Are you trying to guess my one hundred four? Yeah. Well, it's going to be one of two players, I would think. No, it's one. Okay. One player, because because I know I know you too well. I'll tell you, it's not Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, or Kenneth Walker. It is Garrett Wilson. Oh, it is. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Huh? Yeah, it's Garrett Wilson. Number four. Yeah, he probably should be my number three. Like as you're as you're talking, you made me want to switch it, but I'm not going to do that. Like I put this down for some okay. sort of reason. Yeah, but Garrett Wilson's my 104. I actually have a wide receiver above Garrett Wilson, believe it or not, and it's one that you have way down there. <laughs> When you said his name down at uh, oh I don't know one oh nine we'll say for example um, I really uh, I really thought wow you know we're gonna have something to talk my about one oh nine was Chris Olave and that's my one oh three okay yeah I was trying to think of who you hadn't mentioned yeah Chris Olave is someone I don't own at all and same um, he has he has over eight hundred yards here on ninety two targets is fifty six for receptions in eleven games he's having a crazy good season he has. 
three, well, we'll call it two and a half different quarterbacks throwing him to this season. He had Wills, um, Winston, and of course he has uh, Dalton now, and even Taysom Hill is shaking in there to give him a few passes. Uh, Chris Olave's doing it, and I think we're not taking notice enough, and I don't mean you, I just mean... There's a really nice season of brewing here. I'm talking like over 1,200 yeah. yards, you know, like between 12 and 1,300 yards. Like that's a really crazy good season. And I think a big part of it is the low touchdowns. He only has the three touchdowns, and Christian Watson has more than that. Um, so but I think a, that I mean, is he's a, a small wide receiver part of it. one though right now, right? He's overall, a wide receiver one right now. He's rookie number one overall right now. Yeah. Um, so I just I can't. I wanted to put Wilson above, but that felt like take lock to me. Because Wilson was my wide receiver one this whole time. So I thought, all right, fine. Olave gets his due. Put him at 103. Bump Garrett Wilson down at 104 and just blame Zach Wilson. (laughs) Everything is Zach Wilson's (laughs) fault. Exactly. It's not Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's got no problem throwing the ball to Chris Olave. It's tough, Fanero. I just know this time of year we start to see so many guys like even – I'll use Drake London, who's done less, at least as of recent. Yeah. That we start to see him, like, all of it start connecting a little bit sure, more. And sure. you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, this wow, is the best time why of did year. I sell Jonathan Taylor? Yep. This is like, the best time of year for that. Um, Very exciting part of year coming up. So, <sighs> Garrett Wilson's my wide receiver one. I love it. Right I love it, dude. You're not going to hear any arguments from me. I love that you have him. I love that you have, I have him. I have Jameson one. Williams as my five. Yep. No, my, my four. Your wide receiver me. four, yep. No, my four overall. Oh, damn. Jameson Williams is my Sorry. four. Sorry. Well, you're sticking with uh, sticking with your guns there. Yeah, man. I, I really believe this. So what has changed? Um, if you were listening to the beginning of Rookie Fever, for me personally, I know I had Drake London, Jameson, and Garrett for wide receivers, just yep. for wide receivers. Yep. So I had Drake London above Jameson Williams at this point. I wish I would have just had Jameson there, especially with Jameson closer and closer to return in the season, almost over. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to put Jameson there just with the, the unknown Fenero, I know that like we we played a little bit of opposites at that point, and mm-hmm. you you like to see a little bit, but I'm going with that unknown, the untapped, and what I think he can be versus what I have or haven't seen from some of these players at sure. this point. Well, the unknown, there's absolutely value put on the unknown. That's how this show was birthed. Is rookie fever, right? So yeah, and he's um, fast, dude. Yeah, I know he's fast, and 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 he's he's much more polished wide receiver than Christian Watson, and look what Very, fast Christian Watson and when is he doing. Turns the speed yeah. on and off, and oh, I know, I, man. I think that he's going to be a menace. I, I hope he is. I really do. Um, that'll do. That'll do well for uh, for Detroit. Maybe Jared Goff gets to stick around. You want Jared Goff to stick around? Um, what are your alternatives, man? That's just it, Remember too. That. Like, what are the Remember alternatives? Remember that. What are those alternatives? I think the alternatives for Detroit is they have two first-round picks, and they'll be trying to trade up. Okay. If if they're going to go that route or try to get another veteran quarterback or just stick with Jared yeah. Goff, maybe. But um, Detroit's one of my favorite four-win teams. He is a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of, one of your favorite four win teams. Yeah, Detroit's one of my favorite four wins. <laughs> um, they beat he's, my Giants. He's not the quarterback of the future, though. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> yeah, probably not. But why not? 
Because he's not. I, yeah, I kind of want him to you. be too, but I mean, I hear you. He's just not. He's a, he's a decent quarterback. He's going to, again, like you can comfortably, I think, add him in your super flex leagues right now, whether you're contending or not, because he's always going to be cheap. And I think he's going to be on an NFL team next year. And, and I don't care. I wouldn't mind if it's the Lions. Um, maybe they add a couple more pieces that aren't quarterbacks and it, it, it seals the deal. But yeah, so at Jameson number four and Garrett Wilson, who we've talked about a decent amount today at, Number three, I'm curious how you rank these running backs. <laughs> I'm pretty curious how you did too. Um, do I? Do, well, I guess there's no way to make it suspenseful. Uh, well, we'll go number. We'll count to three and go. All right, so they, we're gonna two. we're both gonna say our one or two at the same time. Yeah. All right. You want to count or you want me to? You count. All right. One, two, three. Brees Kenneth Hall. Walker. I put Brees Hall first. <laughs> It's tough, dude. I had to. I do. How do you and, look at Brees Hall? And, and no one, no one, like if you if you look at any ranking at this point, um, Kenneth Walker, for example, DLF. I brought it up a couple times. RB three. He's he's dynasty RB three on DLF according to DLF right now. Overall RB three, and he is not above Brees Hall for me. So here, here's the way. thing with me, Panera. This is why I did it the way. Yeah, I, 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 I really did. am anxious to hear. So I look at Brees Hall. As a 2024 first that I can start playing halfway through 2023 and Uh, probably get RB2 numbers as he's healing from that injury. Whereas Walker, I can use right now and through the first half of the season, assuming nothing bad happens. Of course. Whereas Brees Hall... I think we're going to want to tell ourselves that, oh, maybe week one, maybe week one, man, hopefully week three, maybe after the bye week. I think that's more closer to the reality we're going to have with Brees Hall. We set the two running backs side by side healthy. I want Brees Hall. I think he's the better talent. We still don't know how he's going to come back from injury or how quickly he's going to recover. That is my reasoning for this. I like Brees Hall the healthy running back over Walker. That's not the case though. I, I, I look at it as like mid season before we even really start to see him. And then what do we see before he's full speed again? So I look at him kind of like a 24 first dude that you get to see a little bit of. Yeah, no, uh, they, he's they, safer than a first. Don't get me wrong <laughs> yeah. because we know, but so, so my biggest reason, and, and I think you're, you could guess this and maybe our listeners are going to guess the same thing. Um, I understand that, again, that any calculator, any ranking, any dynasty ranking that you do right now, you're going to see Kenneth Walker over Brees Hall. I get it. Um, and everything. I that, don't even know what it is, to be and honest. And everything you said, almost right anything you punch it in, it's going to be that way. It's because it, it, as much as we call ourselves dynasty players, we're still, we're still about the now, and you should be. Why should you not be about the now? We're going into the playoffs right now. How valuable is that to you? I got Kenneth Walker. You have no one. You you you, you literally can't start Brees Hall for the rest of the season. Like I, I have Kenneth Walker. Of course, there's more value there. But in ranking, re-ranking the draft class, I think Brees Hall was a better complete back than Kenneth Walker. And when I talk, when I considered everything that you said, I thought worst case scenario, I'm losing half a year. Mm-hmm. I that that's me personally. When I looked at Brees Hall. I said worst case scenario is I lose half a year. Um, See, for me, if I felt that he would be back for me week one, that would be enough. 
Yeah, that would be enough, right? So there's an eight um, game difference me. between you and me, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm willing to still keep them there because of eight games. Eight games is significant. Don't get me wrong; it's half a season. But I also think I'm in that's, the playoffs, and you're out of contention. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. And this year counts too, right? Like we just I'm putting money about. in my pocket yeah, because you. you you did you wanted you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, to me it's the it's it's Brees Hall as a pass catcher in PPR leagues was just a monster where you could see Kenneth Walker not having that, right? You could see Kenneth Walker being, you know, he has to get 20 to 25 carries a game, which he'll get, but he won't get those PPR points that Brees Hall will get. So I feel like if you fast forward the five games we have this season and the eight you have next season, um, Brees Hall wins, like at I that mean, point in time. It. But but I I I cannot I'll trade you Brees Hall for Kenneth Walker yeah, and straight up do right it. now. Yeah. I know we I'll could do it in our we could do it in our league right I'll now. I'll send you, it to you right you would, now, and you would win the league. I'll add move. to it. Yeah. <laughs> what do I have to add to that? <laughs> We're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> We're both competing for the same exact spot. So um, I and I totally get it, man. I yeah. I love Brees Hall. Like what we saw from him, <laughs> man. But we've also seen how quickly these things change. Oh, my God. Have we not? I totally. And running back in particular, Swags, we've seen running backs literally die the next year. I mean, look at what's happening to Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Um, look at Swift. It, yeah. It happens overnight. And now Brees Hall. I think Swift is a complete buy, though. But but with Brees Hall, I'm looking, him, I'm, I'm looking at Brees Hall the way I looked at what happened to Nick Chubb his rookie season. Except Brees Hall can fucking catch the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I see, I see Nick. But Chubb, Chubb wasn't hurt. Nick Chubb, no, Nick Chubb. All right, maybe he lost his sophomore season. That Nick Chubb, I think, lost a whole season um, in college. To, was it just college? It might, I might be thinking about a different running back then. There's a there's a running back that lost his whole first or second season. I mean, Chubb's lost. Chubb's been injured, but. Yeah, I might I might be off there then. Well, I'm not. I might not be. I'm. I am off clearly. Um, but I'm thinking about uh, like a, a studly, <laughs> a studly running back that got hurt really early. I swore it was Nick Chubb, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, well, don't. Nobody wants to hear me look it up. But so let me ask you this: If you are your team. I know all your teams are really good and you don't lose, but if your team that you feel is out of contention, what's the first position you're trying to move? Running back. And out of contention, right? Yeah. 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 I uh I just and it's because I of the life of that position, right? And Well and and you know, and and they tend to, like I just traded Alvin Kamara in, in a in a last place team last year. You know, for a twenty three first and twenty four first. Good luck getting that now. You know what I mean? Like, like, I, the, yeah. So those those running back assets that are right around that twenty seven, twenty eight mark, where like they're they're going to town. I did the same thing with Aaron Jones. That backfired. Aaron Jones should have probably stayed on this team, but Aaron Jones was another guy right around that age that I'm gonna I'm just gonna unload those dudes and get draft picks so I can load up. Look what Kenneth Walker and Brees Hall right now. Look how high they're ranked. Yeah. In Dynasty, like, just give me the younger backs. Chubb's worst season was his rookie year, and it, he had 996 yards. Yeah, with, so it's it's clearly 16. wasn't Chubb. I, sorry, sorry for that, listeners. I, I swore that uh Don't that you had, be talking about Sir Nicholas like that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> or at least be right about it. Um, yeah, no, there's... um. 
there's some some I'll have to I'll have to tweet it or something after the show. But there there's so, so the truth the is show, like I don't even feel like we're debating right now. I feel like we're both really. just um yeah driving home our narratives because I totally understand what you're saying and like we both and anybody listening full well knows who Brees Hall is at this point and right. I think he's the superior talent. It's just me putting a little bit of extra stock into the fact that I can use him now. Like for me, the minute somebody's out with an injury for the season, they're, they're very close to like a pick that I know what they've done a little bit, but then you have to see what they, how they recover from. If I can't use them, man. Yeah. It's just, it's such a tough one, man. Well, I mean, you, You've laid it out in a way where, again, I was I was teetering between the two anyway. But like, you you would not have to twist my arm to switch. So it. Like, let me let me ask you is. this, and this is uh, not the case. I understand that if you were in tenth place and I sent you that trade, you're accepting it straight up. Yeah, I don't just because I feel like show I, sake. You're not in tenth place. So you're, you're, you're I feel not like I don't have real to. Trade right now. I feel like I don't have to because Walker does have the more value, so I'd want something back. Well, you don't you get it. Oh, I'm, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, what am I getting? This is the offer. You just yeah. told me that I'm going to be stubborn. I'm going two drink style here. Yeah. And I'm going to be stubborn because you told me that you have Brees Hall higher. Got it. So that's, I'm, I'm not, I'm yeah. not toying with you. And I'm you've, in 10th You've lost yeah. your leverage. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be sad about it at all. Okay. Yep. I'm in 10th place. I'm not going to turn my team around in eight to 10 games next season either. So no, I'm not. I'm not upset about it. Like mm, I got that's you. That's a good point too. Yeah, yeah, you're probably not instantly. Right. Yeah, the tenth place in particular. If you said seventh, you know, that, I think it might be different. Um, but I don't want to be in the middle anyway. What if you're in tenth place and you have two to four players that you feel like will be back from injury next year? You right. sucked because of injury. Yeah. You're I'm still gonna not going to be. I'm still not going to be upset about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just curious. Yeah, if, I'm not going to be upset about it. If you pull the trigger on it. Yeah. With your lost leverage. Yeah, I lost all of it. I pretty much came out and said exactly how I felt. <laughs> you're right. And then you're like, no, I actually do want more. I actually, Wait do a have, I actually do have Kenneth Walker higher. I've changed my mind. <laughs> Once Brees Hall is in my lineup, he'll be worth more. <laughs> nice. I appreciate you. At Artbark TV, the one and only Feverish Fenero, episode 299. You know what that means? Oh my God, does that mean 300s next week? That is what that means. Wow. 300. You put up with me that long? That's a long time. It's a very long time. That's a commitment. It is. He is, like I said, at Artbark TV. I am at Swagzilla Zero G. This is Abrick Fever. We are out. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Sun lights up the daytime, moon lights up the
that is something you all know Fever isn't such a new thing Fever started long ago now Got the one-on-one scouting is never done This stupid throw and run I told you anyone Size and speech just unreal Landing spot not ideal Wait, what's this breakout age For rookie fever stage Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he pulled his arms around her He said, Julie, baby, you're my friend Wow, get a fever When we kiss it Fever without blaming you Fever Fever. Now you got the fever, so she got the fever, and he got the fever. No cure for the fever, so let's feed the fever. Thank God for the fever. Thank God for the fever. Now you got 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 the fever. Now you got